0: Feel like we're in like a commercial for Hawaii or something. Yeah, it's the
1: intro. We we're sponsored by Hawaiian Airlines. <laughs> nice, taking you there all the way <laughs> to the islands. That's their tagline I made up. So we should start including our tagline. Yeah, we should. Which is what, Ralph? We do
0: have a new tagline. Tag I saw line. that on the website. What
1: is it, guys? I don't remember. Come on. <laughs>
0: being, um, hang on. If something about being really healthy.
1: It's free thinking. Ah, uh, yes. What else? Free living. No, All right. So (laughs) it's the alternative. (laughs) Jeez, you guys are terrible employees. (laughs) It's free thinking, well-being, and inclusive. Oh. Oh. Do you want me to explain what it means? It actually took some time for me to come up with it. Sure, you might as well. So you came up
0: with this yourself?
1: Yeah. You didn't have like a team of people? I hired a consultant, you know, (laughs) consultant 50 grand to do it for me. Uh, (laughs) No, free. It took me a while to come up with a different thing. So, um, So free thinking is um, it, it encompasses the news that we're doing you know as we you know cover different news on this podcast but also you know we're publishing more news content daily because people wanted that um, and it's also but it, and it's free thinking meaning it doesn't it's not and I don't want to say we do politics but we talk about it but it's not one side or the other it's free thinking you know, if you have a good idea and you have a good concept let's talk about it let's have a healthy debate and you know let's not kill each other when we're talking about it so we promote free thought uh, well-being uh, that encompasses our you know, health and wellness side that we've done so well with and, and covering that you know, for, for years. Uh, but I also view it actually as a verb and not so much a, a state of living. Uh, you know, we're going to teach you uh, how to be free thinkers and if you have uh, you know, something you want to you know, post on the site, you know, we, we welcome it. Um, but then we also want to promote you to being well. Um, So it's not just a state of well-being. It's actually we want people to be well. And we're going to tell you more about how to do that. And then the last one is inclusive. And it goes along with what I said for the first thing, which is, you know, we don't care who you are. We don't care where you're from. uh, We want you to read our stuff. It's good stuff. I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. I don't care what know tree you're in I don't care what you know house you live in it's it's for everybody right um, you know whether or not that you you want to live healthy or not right and that's why we have the alternative daily coffee that that's where that one kind of comes into is that you know whether you you're not even interested in health well, there's some really cool non-health related stuff that we talk about on there and we just have some really kick, good kick-ass coffee too so um, inclusive we want everybody um, The kind of like a lot of people talk about niche marketing and trying to go for specific sects of people and everything I never liked that. I, I want everybody. You know, I can say something that you can like or disagree with, but it's going to definitely yeah, pique an interest. And so um, that's our new tagline. So what is it again, Ralph? Megan? You're going to kick it back to me?
0: Free thinking, well-being, inclusive. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I get a raise you That's today. our quiz. That's our quiz. <laughs> that's our quiz for today. I think that's the actually really fail. good because when I talk to people about this company, when I tell them what I work for, um, I'll sometimes say, you know, just to keep it general in the beginning, I'm like, well, I, I used to say, you know, I work for an alternative health and wellness website. And right. a lot of times in the beginning, people would think like, oh, that's super uh. hippy dippy. It's <laughs> like very crunchy, you know, like, right. oh, are you telling people, you know, that superfood, like that kale will cure cancer and, you know, not something else. And so now, obviously I would explain that that's not true, coconut oil will. But, um, which I'm kidding,
1: of course. No, you're not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now, now I'm able to, you know, tell people not about the podcast, but about all the news and stuff. And we have been getting a lot of great emails that people are really happy that we're talking about news and current events. Well, I actually, politics. I got, I got, a, I
1: got a really bad one though. It was last week. Um, I always, the good ones are great, right? But I like sharing the bad ones. Mm-hmm. The guy emailed me, I forget his name. And he said, and this was the subject of the email was like, make a deal. And I was like, oh, this is cool. He got my attention said, let's make a deal. You just continue to cover you know, health and wellness, and you stay out of politics, and I'll agree to keep reading your daily emails. Wow. Agreed? And I said, so of course. I was like, this is so awesome. And so I, I responded <laughs> back. And I think actually he also, uh, you know, saying, you know, I read a, a, an article where it had a bad view of Donald Trump. Um, and I'm a Donald Trump supporter. And if you're going to write bad things about Donald Trump, we never write like bad things. We always back it up with something. Uh, but if you're going to write something bad about one side of the politician, you should write something bad about the other. And I was like that. Ah. So I responded back and I said, "You know what? Thank you for your feedback. Um, send me your send me your shipping address. I want to send you a free bag of coffee. Thank you for nice. the feedback. Thank you for the feedback. Um, I was like, but I don't want to write. We don't set out to write badly about anything. Um, but you know, it's." just so happens to be that that was a, a, um, a news story. So I was like, I'll send you some coffee, send me your shipping address, and we'll go from there. And he responded back. He was like, that's a very generous offer, but I'll pass. Um, but, you know, if we can just make that deal. And so I responded back. and said, no, I'm not <laughs> making that deal with you. And I was like, I'm just going to leave this right here. Um, and it was actually an article talking about Hillary Clinton's stance on um, GMOs. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I, and it, not to say it, was, it wasn't a bad article about Hillary, but we, we were just not happy that she was, you know, she was f- in favor of, of genetically modified food. So I just said, I'm just going to leave this one right here um, because you, know, you were showing him that you, also we covered, you cover cover all bases, right? Um, and I never heard from him again. <laughs> that was it. Uh, does that mean that I win? Does that mean that I win the, the, um, the, the, the feud back and forth? Yeah, absolutely. Was I, I throwing shade? Did that <laughs> is that what I was doing? No? All right. Whatever. <laughs> Do
0: you know what throwing shade means?
1: That means like burning people, right? Like, um, ooh, you got burned. No. <laughs> ooh, sick burn. Is that what it
0: means? Yeah, I think so. What do think you you like, guys are like both? I think looking it's at like a like verbal side I eye. Never use it. I think it's like a verbal side eye. Yeah. Like giving a little attitude. Shade. Yeah. Through some
1: shit. Hey, I'm just gonna place this right here. <laughs> i was trying to give the man free coffee. I'm not gonna make a deal with Bill and you know, Oklahoma over my business. Mm mm. Yeah.
0: Homie don't play like that. That's
1: it. Uh, and that's going to do it for our show, <laughs> episode twenty-one. That's why I looked. That's it crazy. 21.: 20, wow. Last week was twenty, um, and today we actually have Ralph Russo joining us. Hello, everyone. Ralph is our back pl- by popular demand. Back by yes. popular all the all the ladies and men want to hear you. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: we're old news. You
1: come on, and we get a lot of emails. Well, Ralph was telling us about this new app called Bumble.
2: <laughs> this is
0: awesome. So I I have Zoe. a friend. Well, do you want to explain it?
1: No, Megan, go ahead.
2: I have a
0: girlfriend that's um, she lives in New York City and she's really involved with Bumble. Bumble is a dating app that you can How do you spell it? Bumble, like B-U M B L E, like okay. a Bumblebee. Got it. And um, there's a lot of dating apps out there and some new ones, or new in the past few years, are ones that they're not as comprehensive as what you think like match.com or OKCupid is where you have to go on and fill out a lot of questions. By the way, you know stuff. they don't call it match.com
1: anymore. What do they call, what it? Do they call match? it? Match. Like I was uh, just talking to somebody and like I met them on Match and I'm like you realize it used to be match.com, and they were like, What does that mean?
0: Maybe because now it's an app, too.
1: That's probably what it is. I, no, I think, no, they just that changed their whole to brand branding to match. Oh, it's not like kids are calling it these days. It's like, if you look on, this, like on the site, you know, that old guy, uh-huh. it's just called match.
0: Well, the old guy's on OKCupid.
1: Oh, the, the old yeah. white dude with like, yeah. you know, gray hair? Yeah, that's why that's you're nice. married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's OK. You don't Keep know going. This thing. Sorry to interrupt. Bumble. No, so
0: there's a lot of online apps that you can have on your phone where it's really easy, and it's almost like being on Facebook. Right. I know this because I. Love to play on my friends dating. Apps. <laughs> <laughs> I have I I like miss the thing with Tinder and whatnot, but um, Bumble is one that's really as Ralph is perfectly suited for. The people on there are really attractive.
2: Oh, yeah, and it's a good. It's app. A bit more I inclusive. highly recommend it. It's a bit more inclusive. How long have you been on Bumble since I moved up three months ago?
1: Uh, we moved down. Mo- moved down, yes. Um,
0: he kind of moved on up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so have you? Have you had any luck on Bumble? Yes. What are their names? I, I'm not, I'm not
0: <laughs> 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 Last names only, please.
1: Yeah,
2: no, Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, no, it's been good. Yeah, activity's been been decent. So I want to ask okay. a
0: question about this because this is the thing that always.
2: Yeah, like, I Eric's wasn't prepared. Maybe? that we were <laughs> <laughs> going to be talking is about this. this right bo- right now? Are we let to lob any questions. No. For well, no. I'm going. Go I'm, <laughs> going <back laughs> I'm
0: going to anyways. So the thing that I find that I notice because I obviously have my sisters use dating apps, some of my best friends, people, a lot of people I know. And I think it's great. Honestly, I would be all over these apps. Um, What is that? I mean, if I was single, I'd be using them because I think they're a great way to meet people. The thing is, I find that friends of mine, that when they they'll match with someone or they'll whatever it's called, when you connect with somebody on Tinder or Bumble or whatnot, I find that people get stuck in these conversations where it's very easy to almost have like a text message conversation or an online conversation with them. And then they never end up actually going out on a date and then it just sort of
1: fizzles out. Oh, so there's more just texting back and forth? Well, I,
0: I find that, and maybe it's because I'm, maybe, I, and a lot of my girlfriends maybe take the more traditional stance. And I, and I can understand this with you match with a guy and you chat a little bit back and forth and you wait for the guy to ask them right. out. But I find- Whoa, oh, oh,
1: whoa, oh, 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 whoa, 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 Right, I Is know. That, does I that f- still hold true? It's, yeah. it, the guy has yeah, to. Yeah, I
0: think it's yeah. more of a traditional approach with things like this. That I'm not saying it, no,
2: it happens never, never all the time. never in years times. would I ever expect a girl to be like, let's go get a drink. Right.
0: So a go- most of the time, girls are waiting or women are waiting for the men. Not, not all the time, but sometimes. Most of the time, women are waiting for the men to approach them and say, hey, do you want to go get a drink? Do you want to go have a coffee or, or whatnot? And so I find that a lot of these guys that my girlfriends are talking to We'll just message them every day. Hey, how's your day going? You know, hey, what's going on? It's like, I'm, I'm, not looking, I'm not looking for a friend. Ask me out on a date. So are you somebody that likes to really take the time to get to know somebody? Or are you matching with somebody? Maybe you chat back and forth and then you're like, let's go out.
1: <laughs> I, would say, have I would say, I would say, yeah, no. <laughs>
0: and all your sisters <laughs>
1: oh my god oh, we don't have enough chairs for all <laughs> of them. oh my god i hope none of them are listening we're sitting at a table with how many there's eight chairs and there's still not enough chairs for you, you. but i'm just picturing them over here just like waiting for these answers. i
2: yeah i could i could see them right now it's okay um, we're gonna send them the podcast yeah right. we are uh, no we're not yes. no we're not um you're, you're not Hi, jackie <laughs> 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 i would say that uh, the whole text messaging game it's kind of like um it's different for everybody. You have to practice. Do you you kind of have to practice. Well, the for, question for, is,
1: do you wait? Like, do you actually take the reins and say, I'm going to ask this person out? Well, they,
2: there have been times I've done it too early. Okay. Oh, yes. But what's, but how too, early? what's yeah. too early? What's too early? What do you mean? <laughs> what, what? A <laughs> what does that specific mean? time frame?
0: No, but I mean, what, why do you think it's too early? How much time do you need to actually talk to somebody? It
2: depends. It depends until that girl is, uh, how, they say how this, long it takes for that oh, girl to be comfortable. Oh, you think they might say no? Did they, no, did they say that's too early? No, she basically uh, ignored my my question, and we just continued the conversation oh. like it was a lost line. You should
1: have said, um, I, I said this earlier. I didn't see that you no, said. you way. can't do that. <laughs> oh, you can't. Is that you not can't smooth? Do that. You can't do that. Hey, did you see what I said earlier? I asked you <laughs> out. Yeah.
2: And then uh, a week later, she finally got back to me, and she's like, "Yeah, let's talk about that drink." I'm like, "Oh, so okay. she did see it." Okay. Um. Uh, so it depends on the <laughs> game. So. Depen- well, that's what it is. So though. does that
1: count as her invite asking you out, or is that no, come back to you? Um.
2: It really comes. Down down to it's a game, um, and it's different. Oh it's God. different for all the conversations. <sighs> it depends on when that girl is going to get comfortable enough to want to go go out for a drink. Was that around here?
1: Yes. Where'd you guys go? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not releasing details. We're going Next time oh, you oh, see sorry. like a big white truck outside, <laughs> yeah, day, yeah. it's gonna be me and Jake in the front. <laughs> yeah. Side. So, question. like a Channel Four van wearing wigs. <laughs> 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 I've been, I've been married for. You've been seven with Gina for years. a million years, and we've been together for. Between 12 and 14 years, whatever. Um, the, what time do you go out on a date?
2: <laughs> it really depends on where, what date it is. Oh the first God. one, the first one has to be very casual, low key. So, so, so not not I like did it on a Sunday like a night. Dinner.
1: So it's not like 1130. Let's go and be to, No,
2: know. no, no. I did it. I did
1: it on a Sunday at eight o'clock. Afternoon or morning? Not in the morning. Oh, I don't get up. Eight, eight o'clock in the, in the afternoon morning. is not a thing. Um, <laughs> I meant like in the morning or evening. All right, so at eight o'clock. Evening, so yes. is, that, is that early for you, young kids? Or <laughs> you're like two years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. I'm about fifteen older, years older. The um. So is is that early? Yeah, I would say that was. Now is that dinner and drink or just a drink?
2: That's basically post dinner, get a drink, and then do if it's miserable, a, do, you don't have to. Uh, do you eat a
1: meal before that? You obviously eat before that. You you snack. <laughs> you snag I on think something. the
0: idea is to meet somebody for a drink and if it goes well, maybe you have a bite to eat after.
1: Okay. That's what it, that's exactly uh, what it now is. Now did you now this one that you met at eight, did you go out for a meal after? I'm not getting into specifics. Really. To let her know when are you
0: then. gonna see her
2: again? Uh, guys, keep
1: moving. One last question. When was the last can I ask when was the last time you, you, you had a date with one of these bumble ladies?
2: A week and a half ago.
1: Okay. Good for you. Good for you. Well, that's 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 <laughs> the, that's the uh, dating update from yeah. so.
2: How is it out if there? If we're do doing days? this again next <laughs> week, we're picking a new topic. So, were you were you, using these, were you using
0: these dating apps when you were up north too? Nope. Really? Because yeah, I was going to say, well, how did the girls compare?
2: I I, I, <laughs> I wasn't a very
1: superficial <laughs> question, but yeah. I don't care. I'm
0: from well, here. Well, it's, it's a legitimate question, right? I <laughs> but mean, we're hotter, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's why everyone <laughs> talks.
2: Everyone says that New York is better. I I never did it in New York.
1: No. I never did the, the dating app in New York. Podcast what? category to entertainment now. <laughs> um, I like it. Uh, well, thank you for the dating update. <laughs> and do we have? Wait, do we have any scheduled? Any scheduled?
2: No, not not currently.
1: Not
0: currently. Give me your phone.
1: Well, let's um, let's <laughs> fix that during this podcast. Oh my god. Okay, what's I have your, to put uh, your screen name on. I have Google? to
2: lengthen my new, change my password, just in case. Do uh, You guys talk on instant messenger. Who?
1: You and these girls, like AOL Instant Messenger? AOL Instant Messenger. Bumble its own messenger. (laughs) I'm just showing my age here. Awesome. Well, thank you. (laughs) So that's what's going on with Ralph. Yes. Um, Awesome. So last week we actually did a, uh, we covered uh, an up, we covered the Flint water crisis. And uh, we learned a lot since then. Um, We did some digging. Um, And we also, obviously, we were going to give away some of these um, Berkey water filters because uh, they do actually filter out lead. Um, We ran a couple articles on what other people could do, and we're putting that out there. We are, Alternative Daily is currently uh, doing some things uh, for the people in Flint as well. Um, So I wanted to get an update from our Flint water crisis correspondent, (laughs) Megan. Um, So tell us what's uh, what's actually gone on since last week.
0: So... We had a lot of great emails from everybody that wrote in about the Berkey water filter, and a lot of people had great comments about the Flint water crisis. And unfortunately, it is still really, really ongoing. And yeah, I don't think it was something
1: that's going to stop. No, really and,
0: that's and that's the thing is this is such a big issue now in, in just national news, and it's not just something that was local because for a long time, it was really only something that was happening at the local and then regional level. And then it wasn't until people were really taking a look at their children going to the doctors and they were finding such high levels of lead in like more than 10% of the kids that live in Mm. this area. So the problem is nothing has really been done. Here's the thing. A lot of people in the country have rallied behind helping Flint and some examples of that include, um, this is really random, but I know this because I love pop culture stuff. So, P. Diddy, Sean Combs, he's donating a million dollars to the Flint water crisis. Pearl Jam is donating like $300,000 plus, I think it's like $327,000 to aid in Flint. There's tons of people that have taken up charities. Even my stepdad who works in Boca, their their office got together with a church down in Miami, Florida, yep. and we're taking donations for water bottles and money and all of that to be sent to Flint, Michigan. And this is happening all around the country. So it's kind of wonderful that a lot of people are really working to try and help out Flint, Michigan. The problem is nothing has been done to actually rectify the problem. So the right. issue is that People are saying, and nobody is saying that this is not a good thing, that people are helping out. It's not like they're turning down the money. The problem is, even now, like today, nothing has been done to take out these lead pipes. So the problem is just persisting. It's yeah. not going away. What about,
1: I don't know if you've looked into this, is there any Is there any way to get them out of there, you know, put them in other places? They
0: can't relocate. It's, it's thousands of people. It's an entire, I mean, that yeah. would be like saying, this entire town that you live in plus i mean it's bigger than this you know so but would you want to leave of course i would want to leave but here's here's where this gets a little bit tricky and this is actually gonna i want to take a break for a second and mention that we got a great email from somebody her name is Eudis, and she actually wrote in about the you know trying to win the berkey water filter but she had a great this is when we go about um how we love to read all of your emails that you guys submit about the podcast she had a lot of great things to say about our podcast but she did say in her email and i'm going to quote She was a bit disappointed that none of the conversations we talk about cover race. And she talked about, she wrote, especially with the Flint water crisis, a situation in which race and socioeconomic standing play a significant part. So the thing is, we did slightly touch on it last week in our podcast because I mentioned that when Hillary Clinton, who's been on the campaign trail, she actually is the first candidate to bring this up in her speeches and whatnot. She made a comment in one of her speeches saying, if this water crisis would have happened in the rich white suburbs of Detroit, it would have been taken care of much quicker. So it's kind of interesting to think about that because Flint is actually 57% African-American and 41.5% of the people in Flint live in poverty. Mm. So this is a, I mean, it's, it's a very, unfortunately, it's a very poor poverty stricken area. And it's not just because of, you know, the demographics there. There's, there's 37% Caucasians, 4% Latino, 4% mixed race, but 41% of the people live below the poverty level there. And so it's not, yes, I would love to move. I would hope that my family could get but me But they out. don't have the resources. But they don't have the resources for that. Where can they go? These are people that have to go to jobs. I mean, think about it. These are people that can't quit their jobs, but then they use the restroom and they wash their hands and that's water with lead coming out of the sink. Right. So the problem is everybody is saying, We appreciate all the water being sent, but the problem is the governor needs to replace these lead pipes. And so a lot of people, including, I mean, I know he's like a hot topic, but like Michael Moore, for example, is somebody that's really leading the charge that's saying, Governor Rick Snyder, he needs to resign. He needs to have charges um, drawn against him. But that
1: doesn't help. No, of course not. But people are saying, I
0: think that the point is that People are saying action needs to be taken and the person in charge of saying this is not doing anything and he's not stepping down. Now the regional representative for the EPA, she did step down. So, there are certain people that are actually losing their jobs and stepping down from this and the governor is appointing a, a group of people a team to work on this right. but again they're not replacing the pipes exactly so, so it's like what's going down. exactly it doesn't matter how many water bottles get sent there the problem people aren't can't bathe in bottles of
2: zephyr
1: hills are, water do you know are they are they actively I see. It's this is actually the pipes that are actually.
2: Yeah, but was it the pipes? Because when when they were tied into the Detroit water system, I'm am assuming they used the same pipes.
0: So they were. It's it started with the the water coming from the lakes, right? But now is a result of it's also in the pipes there as well. So it's it completely needs to be overhauled because now even if they change back to the other lakes, the lead's already in the pipes. It's already in the right. systems. They can't just the like lead was flush coming from
2: the pipes, right? It was or-
0: coming from the pipes. Man. So they're saying that a state plan to save $15 million is actually now going to cost $1.5 not just to replace the pipes, but to clean up everything that is currently in the pipes. One point what? $1.5 billion. And think uh. about
1: this. But it, let's, let's say that you've just got it right now. It's not like it's fixed tomorrow, no. right? It's, no. it's going to be such a long, long I mean,
2: that's, feds are going to have to come in so and, and s- rescue exactly. them.
0: Exactly. So some of the statistics they're saying is, Approximately 102,000 residents of Flint have been exposed to toxic water. All children have ingested this lead. And, of course, lead is toxic for everybody. But in children, it causes developmental right. delays, especially have neurological. Oh, go ahead. And 10 people have died. I
1: was going to say, has there been any? 10
0: people have died. So the problem is they're saying that they're calling this environmental terrorism against people of a lower socioeconomic and demographic status.
1: Who's calling that?
0: That's what the news, that's what people are saying. The NAACP, of course, is leading the charge on this, saying that it is environmental terrorism and environmental racism.
1: But I, I mean, nothing is really well, being I done. Well, I mean, I'd be quick to pull that trigger and call it that. Uh, but I think that they've probably known about this for a while, right? This isn't something that just kind of came up. So this I has been being discussed for a long time. I think that's what the uproar is exactly. really about, exactly. is how long it's been going on. This has
0: been discussed for a long time. I have been hearing about this on the news for over a year and then it wasn't until these levels of 9,000 kids with lead poisoning. That's what they're saying. 9,000 children.
1: So let me ask you this. Um, I hate to kind of sound. Can I honestly say real quick? 1.5
2: billion? How about the lawsuits from the 9,000 kids? Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's
1: what we
0: talked about last week on the podcast is this is not going to go away. So,
1: so what can be done? Right. So obviously donating water is good, right? We don't, you don't want to, because that's what people like, they just don't know how to fix it. Right. So that's your first, you know, inclination is Let me just donate money and donate water. But what can people do?
0: Right now, all that people can really do is to keep this conversation going. Um, They're, they're calling for people to write the governor, write the legislatures, but really, I mean as much as what can we individually do? Make donations for money to get water to them because right now that's just the short-term fix that we can do. But there's nothing that on our level living in Florida or even living nearby, anything that we can do because it has to actually come from, first of all, this is a, a, a state and an area, this is a suburb of Detroit. So we know Detroit is in serious financial issues. They have been bankrupt for many, many years. This lead problem has been going on since April of 2014. They first started getting complaints from people in Flint saying that the water seemed funny, the water smelled funny, it tasted funny. So that's almost two years ago. Oh my God. And still nothing is being done. So now, thank God, you know, there are celebrities and, you know, people in positions of power in government that are using their voice to, or their, their finances to send money and, and water there. The National Guard has been going there door to door delivering water. But right. think about how much water you go through in, in a day. It's right. not even just drinking water, it's bathing, yeah. it's brushing your teeth. And so it's, it's a really big problem and it's not going anywhere. Yeah
1: terrible. Do you think, th- I'm gonna put you on the hot seat, do you think going here from Miss Udis's, um uh do I think email? she's correct yes. in saying that? Yes, sure.
0: Yes, I do. I was thinking about that when I was driving here, actually. I was thinking about her email. So what Yudis um, alleged in the email is that, and, and this article that I just, you know, pulled stats from, which is on CNN right now, which is also saying the same thing, that had this been in another neighborhood? Had this been in another state? Had this happened here in Palm Beach County, Florida? Could things have been different? I think so. Yeah, because I I think that maybe not necessarily on the level of oh these people are being ignored versus we would not be ignored down here in South Florida, but I do think that based on the area, people weren't as apt to listen to them. That's my. Well, opinion. I mean,
2: that's 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 one thing. I'm thinking more of. Um, is there a chance that there's a lack of resources in those? Absolutely. Um, you know, those, those towns.
0: Of course, because people maybe don't have access to the best health care or they don't have access to... But
2: even just government in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, how much do our local governments have to work with as far as financial versus Flint, Michigan? Right. You know, um, it just goes to make you think like uh, how dangerous. I mean, they're probably thinking about a plan, how to fix the problem, but it's such a big problem. Um, think about how much you use electricity and how much you, lo- you use water each and every day. Mm-hmm. You lose both of those things. What do you have?
1: Nothing. I mean, I always try to think, of like, what can you do to, like to fix it right now? And if you could get them out of there, right? Um, where,
0: where are you going to put 102,000 people?
1: I, 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 you're right it,
0: i mean think about business owners like people that own restaurants there i mean anything that would use water in and of itself people that the hospitals there you know the doctors and stuff where where are these people going to go I it's not what as like i'm
1: saying is there definitely should be some government aid to help them relocate i mean that just seems like mm-hmm. that it'll never happen i mean it's like a refugee crisis but
2: inside the country we were it's talking about that
0: we were talking about that last week it's so interesting that we're as a country so quick to and i'm not saying this is a terrible thing but we're so quick to look overseas and look in other places and say what can we do to fix it right now and then things happen in our own country and we're like oh well they'll be okay we'll worry about that later but let's look all the way across the globe at what's going on over there Sure.
1: so i guess the uh, the, the thing that we can do right now is just continue to talk about it mm-hmm. um you know we'll, we'll continue to cover it in our articles and everything but then just obviously continue to talk about it with your friends family your community because um, that sucks.
0: If you're financially able to, maybe go online, look at some of the various organizations that you can donate through. Maybe, you know, the Humane Society, the Red Cross. Not the Humane Society. Excuse me. The Red Cross, I know, is one that's doing it. FEMA's there. The National Guard. So if you go to those websites, there are places on their websites that show how you can donate water and resources to Flint, Michigan.
1: Yeah. And it's, uh, it's just, like I said before, if somebody would come in and magically change out the pipes or fine, you're still dealing with people that have – you it's know, not going to go away to lead. It's it's or, and it may not and something may not show up for another 20 or 30 years in them but it's uh ah, it's, it's terrible. terrible so and that's why we actually decided to give away the berkey water filters um and you know you uh, miss Udes Juan, Juan. one uh, i just want to read this one from Miss selena hope um she is based out of texas and uh i want to just read this really quick um she said i've never stopped to listen to y'all's pa- podcast before but i'm so glad i did because I was really entertained by the content and interesting stories brought to, you to the table. Had this been a year ago, I would never have su- suspected malicious content in our water systems. However, this year I've become more aware about the dangers of unclean water through my AP environmental science class that I'm taking. Uh, I find it so ridiculous that how there are so many toxic elements seeping into our water source and that so many people are blind to it. And most of all, that an alarmingly large amount of these toxins are from governmentally regulated projects such as fracking. So She actually brings in fracking into that, um, which that actually is a problem. This one is not related to Flint, but that actually is a problem too. When people are frack- fracking, with the um, w- it's just it, it, it the the effects of that in the water system are, are, are pretty pretty disastrous. Um, but I found it really really um, encouraging that Selena, who's an, a high school student um was actually took um, it's very cool took an interest in this and so um so Lena, you're gonna get a water filter too so you can actually spread the good news and the good word with your uh with your classmates um
0: and have fun at college next year you're so lucky <laughs> 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 that's the first thing i thought when i read that email i was like oh i want to be so. and then this next one megan
2: enjoyed college <laughs> too much
1: <laughs> nancy nancy patrick uh this one i we just had she had to win right uh, she said, I would love to have the Berkey water filter for home, but think it would be better put uh, in my classroom. I won't drink water from the pipes there and cringe when my students drink from the fountain in my classroom. I'm trying to save a whole. I'm trying to save for a whole house filter system. Very um, cool. So, Nancy, we're going to go ahead and send you one. And then. This one just talked about how awesome we are, so I don't, don't want to pat ourselves on the back right now. But we are pretty awesome. Uh, but yes, uh, who are you? Uh, pat Provost. Um,
0: oh, his email, or I, I'm assuming it's a gentleman. It he was it. talking
1: about the 30-minute break.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that was a very interesting email, how he needed to take a 30-minute well, break. I will break. read it. No, yeah, this is good. So last week on our podcast, we talked about um, how important it is. There was an article written in the Huffington Post, and the the lady in the article was saying that she works a desk job, you know, 10, 12 hours a day, and that she started forcing herself to actively take a 30 minute break every single day, not a lunch break, an actual get up and leave the office. And she lives in New York, so she's like walking around Union Square and whatnot. Yeah. And we were taught, and she was saying that just by taking a 30 minute break, even though in the beginning it was very stressful, she was able to come back and actually be more productive. So this person, Pat, wrote in that how uh, important it is to take a 30-minute yeah, break because they said, literally work themselves almost so to true death.
1: about the 30-minute break i worked for a bank and felt compelled to work from 7 a.m until 6 p.m just to keep up had two burnouts followed by a massive stroke in the space of seven years and now on long-term disability and have low energy wow. so i cannot ever return to work staying alive is my full-time job i am grateful to have your podcast for inspiration and knowledge so pat we're going to send you one too awesome and, and I, I
2: could relate to that New York City. Oh.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, well this New time. York City will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, Jake and I were like, yeah. oh, we're not going to touch that one. Oh, man. Um, so that is our Flint update. Thank you very much, uh, Megan. So we're going to go into a little bit more lighthearted um, segment. We're not going to talk about penis pumps, though. I know. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Funny, nobody. Was that last week? I I can't that believe
0: one. nobody in the pod, nobody that emailed us referenced the fact that we talked about penis we pumps. We should
1: have given them away. <laughs> no. <laughs> You Ralph's that. gonna
0: make a <laughs> fake email.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, this is really gonna Wha- tarnish my Bumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you should tell people to listen to this podcast now. Yeah, sure. On it's <laughs> a great way to I'll weed out my profile. Yeah,
0: it's a great way to weed out like who's serious about you.
1: Um, excellent. So this next one I, I is about you. It's not about. I guess it is. <laughs> Let's Whatever. make it all about you. Uh, but um, I, I want to title it. Um, you know what I learned from not having cable for a year and a half. So, growing up, we always had cable at our house, Um, and my dad tells the now infamous story of, I think I was like in elementary school or something like that, and uh, I was like watching Beavis and Butthead, and my dad said like, turn it off, you know. I, let's go to the library and i looked at him and i said i don't want to go to no library He <laughs> <laughs> cut cable at that time so um and we actually ended up getting it back because like the olympics were on and we were like really kind of into that and seeing that and stuff like that so we kind of grew up with it on and off but we were always outside doing different things and then you know when college came around i got like the big massive direct tv package with all the channels because i could and i'm in college right And then after that growing up and i mean after that and kind of moving out into your own you get cable and that's just like when you get a new apartment you get a new like house whatever it's just like okay let's turn the cable on whatever um so when we moved a year and a half ago um and our cable bills were always like and you guys can probably know this cable bills are like 200 yeah Yeah, that's my cable bill including internet so so when we moved into this house um i was thinking i was like let's just get internet you know what? If there's anything, we we really don't watch a lot of TV. But let's just see if we can just go without cable. So now it's been a year and a half. We haven't had we haven't had cable. Um, I would I would be lying if I said that I didn't watch um, any TV. Um, I will occasionally watch if there's like the Super Bowl on or something like that. You can use Megan and I. and You we were talking about this. You can use somebody's like login mm-hmm. um, for like cable and stuff like that. But I've probably used done that maybe like five times. Uh, we just don't watch it anymore. And so I've loved it. I just haven't had the need for it. And I was thinking about this earlier today. You know, the things that I've learned, like it's, it's been great. One, it saves a bunch of money. My bill from Comcast is $40. Wow. And it's for, you know, high speed internet. And that's all it is. And so if there's anything that happens, um, like whether it's like new stuff or things that I want to see, you can obviously just get it online and everything. Um, We do have, it's funny. We have three TVs in the house. Um, The one that's in kind of like the quote unquote family room. Um, it took up to an Apple TV, so you can maybe, every once in a while, see Bubble Guppies on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you or know, Frozen on repeat. Uh, <laughs> frozen on repeat, or whether it's documentaries <laughs> and stuff like that, but we just don't watch a lot. Um, and I had, we had an uncle in town over the Christmas break in um, one of the rooms there's a tv and he came out and he said um he's like i turned the tv on he's like but how do i you know switch the channels it's not working and I was like, <laughs> it's just plugged into the wall i was like it's literally there for looks we just had it we just <laughs> haven't gotten rid of it i was like it just it doesn't work i'm sorry you, and you, you
2: bought that new tv like a year ago like well the
1: one that's the one that's in the family room we did buy that one and you didn't have cable Yes, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> well, because we knew that we would watch like a movie once every couple months and stuff like that. Um, it's a really nice TV. But in, Noah, in Noah's room, there's a TV that just yeah doesn't work. And then um, and then in our bedroom, there's a TV that just it, we have a DVD player if no one just wants to watch some movies or stuff like that. But we, very rarely we will, will we sit down through like a whole movie because we just don't do it. So um, I've you know it's I think it's part of just living. So one is obviously my, 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 my bill is less, so I don't have to pay that 250 It's crazy because how yeah, much you sense. pay for it. Because then when you go to cancel, they're like, oh, well, we can give you it for maybe like 150 bucks if you sign up for these more packages. And they just end up just stacking and stacking and stacking. And I just remember when we were... Um, we thought about doing it at our last house of like let's just get rid of cable like we're paying 200 bucks and we just don't even use it but there was like this little fear of like oh my god what if i want to watch something like what if i want to watch like a live sporting event oh my god you know what do we do and um it was easier i would say cutting the cord when we made that move than it was just saying like we're just going to stop it um but it was just it's been so nice so so the the bill is only 50 bucks now it's so nice and I just find like we just have this less of a need to watch it, because even when you are paying like two hundred and two fifty bucks, you kind of have this feeling of well, let me at least watch something right because I'm paying this amount of money each year. I mean you're paying you know two you know twenty five hundred three thousand bucks a year just to have you know so you can watch t v shows so um and again, I wasn't a major t v watcher before this, but even now like i just I just have zero zero interest in it, and so you know lower cable bill and then i don't have the need to watch it um but also too like noah hasn't grown up just like watching tv now of course she'll watch it with her um like family members we'll, we still put it on but she never has that need so it was a cool the other day we just got home from something and we were just exhausted you know she would already had her bath we'd already eaten it was just like like around like eight o'clock 8 30 and she looked at us and she said um she was like let's go for a walk and so gina and i were like oh but then we, we had an initial like sigh and it was like no, this is cool. She actually wants to go for a That's walk amazing. rather than putting right. on, you know, Little Mermaid again for the eighth time. <laughs> so, you know, it's really cool that she actually likes to go to the walk. And I, I'm just saying this for me. It's been more of an effect on just having a child. Now she, like, she likes to go to the park. So she wants to go to the park. And then um, this past weekend, Rafi has to check this out. It's a place called Line Country Safari. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's so, so, <laughs> so cool. on Friday night. Lunch meeting. On Friday night, Noah goes. I, um, she's like, I just want to go for a car ride. And so being the parents, we're trying to like plan things for the next day. And we're like, okay, we got this great place. We're going to go for a car ride tomorrow. So Lion Country Safari, you actually drive, and it's a drive-through zoo. You know, they have zebras Where and lions. It's Not mm. far from here, but it's west. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes. Um, it's
0: like being in, it's, it's like the equivalent of being on an African safari. Like you actually drive in your car yeah. through a zoo, and lions and all different sorts of animals can walk up to your car.
2: That's, that's date number two.
1: Yeah, there you go <laughs> hey that's a good one actually get in my car we're about to drive for 45 minutes <laughs> um, and so we got so we go through the whole thing she loved it and it's one of those places that you, you can she like she can like sit up there she doesn't have to sit in her car seats because it's private property she can sit wherever she wants and so we get done and there's like a little theme park that you kind of go through and you can feed giraffes and everything so get back in the car and I'm thinking okay this is great you know she had her car ride and like you know how was it? she like it was fun but i still want to go for a car ride and we're like no we just you know this took us 45 minutes to get, here, get out here we were just going for the uh uh you know we just saw lions from our car and she's like no i don't want to go somewhere i just want to drive somewhere and i was like that's so cool <laughs> and so we literally you know and this was like on saturday right we could have been camped out watching tv but we literally i actually put the tripometer i think it was what it's called uh at that time where we literally just drove and so we just and it was like we drove for like 60 miles she ended up falling asleep uh, but we, we have this kind of like, we take like A1A. So we go right. all along the beaches and stuff like that. And so go, you know, we went through like Palm Beach County, through Martin County and all these different things. And she ended up falling asleep and Gina, could, Gina and I could have like a chat and everything. It was really, it was really cool. It was actually really windy and cold that day. So it was kind of cool of just like, instead of being camped out in front of the TV, it was, we were just, just cruising. But it's cool that she was just like, no, I just really wanted to go for a car ride. Thank you for taking me there. But I just want to go for a car ride. Um, so that was another thing that I learned was like you like you enjoy car rides a little bit more, um, but going back to kind of like the the watching the movies and the movies and the TV shows, not to say that I'm like anti it, even though I am a little bit, but like in middle school I remember there was a couple summers where like you know when, when you can su- start saying staying at home by yourself, but your parents are at work and everything like that, and so I remember a couple summers where it was cool like I would literally rented a movie every day. But this was back when you had like literally, you know, like the um, like blockbusters or the equi- like Hollywood video was the one that we would go to. And it was a mile away from our house. It was like kind of like in the neighborhood. And I, we got some we got some movies. I actually remember me and my one friend the one time we got enough balls to rent strip tees. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember they let you <laughs> rent it. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> like coming into the house and his mom and like his mom was like, what is that? And we were like, had like, kind of like, oh, it's for my dad. You know, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really hot. Um, but, and we watched the movies and they were cool. But the cool thing about the actual going to rent the movies was literally like the journey, the trip of like taking our bikes and walking and chewing gum and just like talking about whatever as we go, you know, walk a mile to the store, and walk a mile back. And that was the true fun of it too. Like, again, we watched movies, we laughed and I saw some really good 80s comedies and stuff then. But it was more about like the journey of going to the store to get it. So, you know, I, I look at kids now and th- no one's not going to have any clue like what a blockbuster is or a VHS tape. Can you
0: everything. imagine kids that will never know what a late fee is for a uh, movie <laughs> or <laughs> dropping the VHS? Remember the, the standalone VHS rewinder? Yes. Cause your, yes. your VCRs couldn't rewind. So yes. I remember we had one like in the shape of a car. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're never going to know what that was, uh, but it was kind of cool. You'd walk in there and you would just kind of like go to a section like I want a comedy and you kind of look and they don't have like all they don't have like every movie ever made they kind of have like select few did you ever go to well, one well that's right? cuz you were at a hollywood
0: video okay <laughs> yeah. blockbuster had every movie ever made and yes <laughs> every movie ever
1: made <laughs> but the cool ones were well and it's funny as you go in and then there was always that one back room where like the creepy guys would come out of and it was always like all the way in the far back and of course being like a middle schooler you kind of look around the corner and be like who oh my is in God, there what <laughs> is that stuff um, but yeah, so that so I, I do miss kind of like the old. I'm sounding like old now. I do kind of miss like the old we days of old. like taking the trips to like the like the movie stores. And I even remember going there with my family of like whether it was like after dinner, um, we'd go someplace and like you know do you want to rent a movie? And so we all go into like the movie store and you kind of like pick out what you wanted to see and stuff like that. And that was that was cool. Now it's just kind of like you you want Bubble Guppies? Bam, there it is, right? Well, let me ask you a question. What's that red?
2: thing the movie stuff right outside the supermarket
0: that's Redbox, so you can't what rent a movie that's you
2: that's like renting a dvd why would anyone do that
0: well because some people don't have netflix but interestingly enough more than 40 percent of americans do have a streaming service like netflix or hulu right. but that's still
2: more than 50 percent that don't how many how many movies can be held in that thing
1: though
0: well, i always wonder that i've used it before have you mm-hmm I How have. does it work?
1: And it doesn't come with it does not the, doesn't come with the it doesn't, jewel case. No, does it? it just
0: it's literally a DVD in an
2: envelope. So you could probably fit a bunch of DVDs. And it's in all that it's thing. usually all new releases. I've never used it either, so. Wait, so when you return it back to that thing You can return it, it to any red box.
1: Which is nice too. It's I haven't done blow. it in a long time. I haven't done it in a long time, so but Jake, yeah, you can still go out and rent movies. But that's still not <laughs> funny, because now it's just a box, right? <laughs> I kind of like the whole like walking around, like picking it up, turning. Yeah, it Yeah, this looking is digital.
0: You're just like flipping through pages on a screen. I
2: used to uh, on the good weeks we used to rent video games. That's what I remember. Oh, oh,
1: good weeks mean you were you behaved. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, daddy, can I go get a video game? All right. Yeah, yeah. video games actually funny enough. You could they like they had a longer rent span. Mm-hmm. You could rent those for like yeah. three to five days. When movies like I new was not one were, like, to. like one day, one night
2: yeah. only yep. type of things. I, I usually lost interest in like a day and a half. But then there's some people that actually complete the game in that week. Yeah. Definitely. So here's my question for you. though. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So I I have nieces and nephews that are like 10 12 and now they have their ipads yeah so i'm curious to see what Noah's going to be like when she is 10 12. what's your stance on too much internet because she's going to have her ipad Mm -hmm. no
1: it's uh, it's something you have to monitor um it's Noah
0: has accidentally text messaged
1: me before. Yeah. Nice. Jake's phone. Well, she has. She has <laughs> just face, a lot of letters. I FaceTime my eight-year-old niece. Of, she definitely has like quote unquote her old her own phone. It's mm-hmm. her own iPhone, and it's one of our old phones that she's just got like her um, like different music on and stuff like that. So she will throw fit if like we don't have her phone and stuff like that. Of course. <laughs> I mean. It's just kind of like a but uh, but she d- like she knows how to work Pandora. Kids really she know how, how to use to work. a lot d- now. Like the other like the other day we were walking through something. I heard like a Christmas song and I was like, what's that coming from?" And she was like, "She's on Pandora." And I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" But you know, I it's oh and here's what I actually want to get into with this is there's these videos. Um, I don't know if anybody has kids. They probably understand. They're, I don't know if that's like put on by like Russian people or it's like from it, the majority of them have like Russian accents and stuff like that. But and I'm scared of these things because they're like 10, 15 minute long videos of people like opening silly putty and like pulling it and pulling it and you know, it's colored and, and they put it back in, close it up, bam. And they put it down and whatever. And it's weird. Let's say it's a red silly putty. It just, it comes up and says red. And then the next one they pick up, let's say it's a green one. They, take it out of the thing, pull it and everything. And it says green. And that's all it is. There's no plot to it. It's just, this is just like a person picking it up and moving it around. And I was even telling Gina, I was like, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if there's <laughs> like subliminal messages in this. Like, what is it? But it was like so mindless and they were just sitting there like, I'm like, get that off the screen, right? It was just like so, I just, maybe I'm just being overprotective helicopter parent. But the first just,
0: thing like, I think being that, I work in television is, oh my God, how do I get a job like that? That's the easiest <laughs> on camera job
1: ever. Oh my God, I want that job. Um, but, you know, with with Noah, we're very careful with, um, this, uh, you know, like we call it like, the screen time. Very careful with it. There's going to be time. She's going to be exposed to it and everything. I just, I really don't like um, reading, like my phone before. Like if I get in bed, I'm in bed and I mm-hmm. don't read it. My wife, on the other hand, I've been trying to get her to stop it, but she, you know, she's on the phone and so I'm trying to tell her, you know, that's, I don't want Noah doing that before she goes to bed, etc. Especially like when waking up, you know, I don't want her to, you know, open up her phone and look at it and everything like that. So, you know, I don't know car trips and stuff like that. It's, you know, I understand. Give the kid an iPad. Give you know, because if not, they're screaming, they're crying, they're doing whatever. Um, but it, when we're at home, like when we're going on a walk, no, we, we don't bring any of that stuff. You know, um, and especially and she likes to go to the zoo. We don't bring any of the iPads and everything. She's got to really experience. It. She's good experiencing that, like especially with the animals and and kind of the uh, uh, the environment and everything. She loves a swing. So
2: so would you put restrictions on it when she's 10, 12, 15?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's not fair game, right? I mean, she can't just even walk in there and open up and drink a beer, right? I mean, there's, <laughs> there's restrictions on some things, right? There's restrictions on some things. So, um, you know, I just, if for me, for us, you know, getting rid of cable, we just don't have that need to be by it. it I mean, it's, I'm also... Like when I was out in California like a couple of weeks ago, I was talking with somebody. It was like it's so nice because there's stuff to do there. Like you can hike, the weather's mm-hmm. nice, you can do things. And similar here in Florida, you can do stuff right um, during the winter. Now coming from New York, and I right. want to ask you this: like I can I can see it can be so, you could just go get so stuck in a rut of like it's Saturday, in January in New York, there's slush outside. It's kind of raining, kind of sleeting. What do I do, right? What would I be doing right now? So what do you do? What do you do? Do you watch TV? Is watch what, TV. Is that what it is? Netflix th- and chill. Yeah, exactly. So can you, but can you do other things? Can you, I'm not sure you can't even go bowling I mean, they got time two Square, feet right? of snow. I <laughs> but
0: think about the blizzard, the the blizzard Jonas that was just yep. there. People right, couldn't leave the house. That
1: doesn't, uh, um, um, that's an <laughs> extenuating circumstance, right? It's when we get hurricanes and stuff like that, you don't want to go outside. You but you
2: mentioned bowling, right? So what do you, what can you do in New <laughs> York don't. this time of year that Bowl. does not involve any type of opening up the wallet.
1: Yeah, that's ah. right. That's a, good, that's a very, very, very good point. And you might have to open up the wallet or you could go walk through.
0: You can't walk if it's terrible <sighs> weather God. outside.
1: So TV, it.
2: you could, you just have to get your your uniform on. Yeah. Play,
1: play <laughs> cards, you can play cards.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like I'd be like my mom playing solitaire by myself. <laughs> Maybe with some music yeah, on, you, on in you the you background. Br- you bring
1: up a valid point. and uh, This isn't to say everybody should give up cable, et cetera. But it's if if you have the resources around you to do stuff to get out of the house, I'm a huge advocate for that. And again, if there is a blizzard and everything, obviously it's in your own circumstances. But like you're a monster. But if it's like thirty <laughs> if it's thirty degrees and nice outside in New York and there's not slush everywhere, what do you do?
2: go out and spend money
1: (laughs) that's why i'm down here (laughs) go for a bike ride etc um anyway so but yes you would
2: go for a bike ride. 30 degrees outside. 30 degrees is cold it is cold cold. but there's still people like but don't forget there's like a 30 degrees with a wind chill that that'll blow you right over yeah
1: so you got so it's just tv's the answer huh (laughs) well when i was going to talk about this topic you both kind of looked at me like oh Oh, how many how many hours of tv do you watch a week
0: I watch a fair amount of TV. I watch maybe. Let's be,
1: uh, be honest. I'm
0: thinking. So I'm thinking I probably on any given day maybe watch two hours or three hours oh of TV. Oh my God. Yeah. Because in the evening, sure. So wait, three hours of TV, Let's two hours at the
1: gym, <laughs> five hours. Sorry, what, else, what do you do for <laughs> the rest of the day?
0: I don't know. I work sometimes a few hours a day. Um,
1: and then what about you? Probably a little more. More Especially details? during football season, I'm sure you watch oh a lot God. more.
0: Yeah, I mean, like when, it, when the games are on on the weekends, I mean, my boyfriend will park himself in front of the couch from the first game until I oh, come easy. home from work. Oh, easy. Really? Easy. Yeah. A lot of people do that. And if you go to a bar or something, it's no different there, too. I think it's funny that you're you're definitely not the majority. I know, I, not as I'm watching. telling you
1: that story, you guys are looking at me like I have a well, big horn I'm on thinking, my head. Well, because I'm
0: thinking about the fact that if, if you think about... If I'm going to lump in, like, cable television and, you know... Premium cable and Netflix and all that, just watching TV or watching like movies Cinemax, in which general. You're talking about, right? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Cinemax. But watching, for example, Netflix and all that, that's such a big part of what people do now in the winter or people talk about. I mean, there are so many. Different channels that have series that like people get really involved in. Like, I there are television shows that I get re- I'm really involved in and I actually look forward to watching them every single week, right. or you know, I mean, that's like a thing that I like to do. And then I, I work with people or I have friends that then will discuss those things. So I think that there's a you know, television why not and,
1: read a book? Instead. Oh, I,
0: I, I do read, I read a lot of books.
1: What do you get more out of books or TV shows?
0: I mean, entertainment wise, I it could be pretty even, but it's no just more depends. for like your
1: overall life.
0: Well, I mean, I, I I do love to read. I've always been a very, very big reader. Um when I was growing up, we had but
1: ex- you know expand your vocabulary. oh, yeah, it makes no. your brain work a little bit harder.
0: But then you can watch things on television, like I, I, you can watch cool documentaries. You can yeah, learn a lot of different things I like too documentaries. yeah, i like I like watching a lot of documentaries as well. So there's different. I think it's a, a balance. I mean, yes, you should not sit in front of the television. and unfortunately, I think, You know, if our generation, you know, our age, 20s and 30s, watch a good amount of TV, our children are watching twice as much and they're on tablets all day. I mean, think about how much you use your phone, but compare it to how many teenagers are literally on Facebook or Snapchat or all that all day long.
2: Because I have to, I have to separate the two, right? And the interesting thing is, um, number one is how many channels are out there that Mm -hmm. that there's going to be a revolution in TV where they're going to be like, you know, we got to cut this down. Um, but I, I separate internet and those devices from TV completely because w- at least with internet devices, um, it takes somewhat of a mental aptitude to be able to operate and and. F- but if flow we're talking about three year olds that can no. use iPads,
0: how yeah, much no.
1: mental aptitude
0: do you need to use them? Yeah, how many? How device? many? How many people? You're do you wrong, Ralph.
1: <laughs> you're wrong, <laughs> Ralph. But you no, know, seriously, the thumb generation. How many people do you see walking around like this? When I see people literally walking like this. I just, oh, it, it, it infuriates me. Like, when they're sitting there holding their phone right above their face, walking, I'm like, you're missing everything around you. You know, somebody
0: walked into me the other day on the sidewalk because they were texting and walking, and I got really, really annoyed, and I kind of said
1: something. Well, and especially, with, but here's the problem, too. <laughs> did, did you? Yeah, I can't help myself. I always talk <laughs> shit to people when they upset me. Well, here's the problem, too, is because <laughs> texting and driving is really bad, yeah, too. Yeah, I do it. It's so horrible. Ralph, it, Ralph, you should horrible. not that's, know. That's it's really bad. Horrible. Horrible.
2: I,
0: you might as well just be drinking and
1: driving. Horrible. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just uh, That's terrible. Like what I do as I'm driving, especially like on the interstate and you see people. How
0: many like, people do you see looking down at their phones? 80%. All the time. 80%. It's crazy. And so what
1: I'll do is I always give a friendly honk when I'm driving by and I see them on their phone. And I don't sit there and stare at them because that's actually you know not as you know as bad as that <laughs> is. But you give them like a kind of friendly honk so they kind of look up and at least they're kind of become aware for a second. But it's so bad. So bad. It's so So bad. bad. It's terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself. Ralph, I can't believe you... Well, thank you for being honest.
2: Usually I'm working. (laughs) Stop (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) You need more time off. That's what it is. your asshole He wouldn't be texting and driving if he wasn't working so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I think it... So the screen time from watching TV... I'd be willing to bet. I have no data behind this. If If I had to bet, I would say the people that watch... You might be in the um the the, the, the side of this. The people that watch three hours of TV a day mm-hmm. are also probably when they're out in the world on their phone most of the time, not taking everything in. Perhaps. And I and I and I think that, that that's definitely an issue. I mean, it's just it's it's such an issue as you're you're out walking around and you know looking at things. It's kind of like oh, picking up your phone. Oh, did somebody text me? Blah, blah blah. It's just it's not good.
2: It's not. Good. I agree. I think there has to there, as long as there's a happy balance. Right? What is
1: balance though? Right. I mean my my I mean I watch three
0: hours of T V but I work out for two hours. Sure. So isn't
2: that okay? (laughs) My nieces are getting into these games now where it's quote unquote programming. Right? Yeah, I a lot of stuff like that. And I think it's really cool because then there's Uncle Ralph, he's sitting down, I'm like, I love this game because essentially programming? You you actually it's a game of okay, you're you're at spot A. How do you get to spot B? Right utilizing all of these, you know, if and type functionalities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. So in place of the if and functionalities and the Boolean expressions, sure. you kind of have like puzzle pieces or pathways or, no, th- th- see, you know what I mean? And it's a really fun game, but I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, this is going to explode into, you know, a resurgence of computer science because the fundamentals of logistics and, and, if and you know, th- if and statements and,
1: you yeah. know, that, no, that's, I mean, I and, mean, But they can't be
2: on that all day, right? I mean... They can't be on... Well, that's what I said, happy balance, right? Because I I think physically, you literally can't be on it all day. I mean, you'd go crazy. There are people that are on their screens all day. But if I was to say, okay, do that or go watch TV, I would say do that all day long.
1: Sure. Yes, if we had to play
2: that that game of what's the worst or what's... You know, which is better.
1: I agree. And you you could say, say, what's the better
2: two evils? I don't even think that's an evil. I mean, again... I like
1: that people. I don't it is think
2: people are getting on Facebook nearly as much because only for the fact that there's so much content here's out where, there. Here's
1: where it becomes an evil. Here, here's where it becomes bad, and I, I suffer from this. But you got to be aware of it. As we're sitting here like talking, right? Um, or if we go to lunch and everything, like I'd really, really be cognizant of putting my phone down, etc. It's that urge that you get as you're sitting there having a conversation. It's and, addictive. And then you take a step back, and like maybe there's a lull in the conversation, and then your immediate. Uh, uh, you know, reaction is to pick up the phone to check something. And so if, you know, it becomes an issue when you feel the need to leave reality to go do your if-then statements to get to the end of the thing. You know what I'm saying? If you block off some time, like, you know what, I'm just going to do some of this for a little bit and kind of put it down. But it's that need and that urge to go back to it is where that becomes a problem.
0: When I was in Colorado a couple of weeks ago, one of the nights that we went out, I um, forgot my phone at the house and we, a big group of people went out all of us to a bar one night and I can't tell you how many times I was reaching in my pocket to see where my phone was just right. over and over and over again it was I mean it was kind of disconcerting for myself and I couldn't help it and I was literally with with the exception of maybe one or two people I was pretty much with everybody that would normally be calling me or texting me <laughs> so it's not like I was missing anything so important and I kept thinking where's my phone I was like checking my jacket I'm like oh right I left it at right. home I left it at home and as soon as we got back to the house I went and found my phone right away and I'm ashamed of that. But, I mean, I that happens quite a bit.
1: Well, if you didn't have that, what would be...
0: I mean, I wish I didn't feel that way. I wish I wasn't... A, oh, my gosh, did I remember my phone? How many times have you left the house and been like, oh, did I bring my phone?
1: Well, I, yes. It, the main reason I do that is obviously just with having a child. No, of course. Like I mean, that. there are so reasons for
0: that. it. But, okay, for me, for example, or, or somebody like Ralph, I mean, I'm not trying to lump you in <laughs> as me, But I'm saying relatively less responsibility a lot less responsibility so i am like more like your wife i mean i i will check my i my phone is also my alarm so when my alarm goes off in the morning i do look to see if if i got any text messages over the night if i got any emails and unfortunately there's only been one time in my life which is when my girlfriend passed away that i've ever woken up in the morning and been like oh my god i missed something so important i missed a call i'm never missing anything so important during the night but yet I am waking up in the morning and wondering, has anybody reached out to me yet?
2: Right. You know, it's also, you, boredom is a good thing sometimes. Yes. You know what I mean? However, you ex- know. Wait, wait, wait. But this ex- takes ex- care ex- of it. Explain that to me. I am. I'm go- so when I'm sitting on the couch and I'm not doing anything, it's completely, um, it doesn't feel right. You know what i mean i need to do something i need my phone let me go check this let me go check my emails let me go do whatever you know what i mean let me go put on the tv i'm going to challenge you on this no no no. but that's how i feel but i don't necessarily think it's a good thing i mean i don't necessarily sit on the couch or go to the beach and and you know sit there for hours upon hours and um you know stare at the waves and think that if i'm not being productive at something it feels weird to me and i know that's not necessarily a good thing um, so but I think, I think I think a lot of people out there should have a better sense of um, taking an hour, two hours out of the day, and start enjoying that feeling, and not making it so distant to mm-hmm. them. What that th-
1: feeling? What I think what I think that you're explaining right there is that people inherently, well, not inherently, but as they develop from you know, you know, uh, being an adolescent to teenager, and then being an adult, you start to become less and less comfortable with being by yourself right and so you kind of when you kind of sit there whether you're on the couch or they're sitting there whether you're sitting there on the beach there's kind of like this this thing that kind of pulls you away of saying you know what, this doesn't feel right you know what, because you start it's it's the people as adults you start to feel less and less comfortable with yourself which is actually an issue that you need to
2: work on. Not, well I'm i saying, mean well, it's maybe not, you, it's not i mean i, I have no problem
1: being by myself no 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 i'll go <laughs> <laughs> i'll
2: go get drinks by myself you're great at that <laughs> what
1: i'm saying is but literally being by yourself and doing nothing and doing nothing. That's and and what's funny thing is, is it's actually, <laughs> I like paradox. Um, it's, it's actually more productive for your, um, for your whole being by sitting there and doing nothing and feeling okay with it. I'm not talking about complacency and being lazy and say, I'm just going to lay here and just kind of like daydream and stuff. I'm talking about literally, truly sitting there and being fine with being like by yourself. You know,
2: and that's, um, I think like quote unquote going for a walk, you know and again everyone out there i uh, i'm definitely changing my ways to take more walks but it's uh, it's it's not a comfort zone for me because it makes me think of everything i have to be responsible for well, um, but i will say this and premise this we had conversations about um, how bad it is to get absorbed with so much technology but i think the true problem lies in, not that people are on their computers and their phones too much. The real problem is
1: the uncomfort people have of just silence. Right, it is exactly right, because with that silence comes your true self and people just feel uncomfortable with that. And it's um, it's funny, it's something I've also learned through doing my meditation, I do the Keeley meditation, where it's, I can truly just sit there and not, and I'll see the urges to pick the phone up, I'll see them and you kind of just let them pass, but. I remember um, this is kind of a cool story. I was at walk with me on this story. I was at <laughs> I was at CPAC five years ago. CPAC is the conservative political action yep. conference. I was there for doing a job, so I was actually was not there for pleasure. <laughs> uh, I don't know who, who goes to political Down things for pleasure. We, no, but even left or right, who goes to political things for pleasure? You go there just to kind of point fingers. Anyways, so I was there, and and again, it's a very and this was during the time of. Um, I think Palin and McCain type of well, no, yeah. that, would that would have been Romney maybe. Yeah, probably Romney. But Palin was there and all these different things. But it was like there, there was a lot of like a lot of energy, right? A lot of energy, with people around. And this is when I actually just first started meditating and everything. And I was walking to go to lunch, and and I've done lunch by myself before, but you kind of go, you know, pull out your iPad and do things. And I literally, and there was like. I wasn't, I guess you could say I wasn't like-minded with all these people around me, so I was going to lunch, and I'm not kidding, it was this, and I don't mean to get kind of like foo-foo on you, but there was like this overwhelming calm and good feeling, because I literally thought to myself, I'm going to have lunch by myself, and (laughs) I'm just (laughs) going to say... I'm not I'm not selfish as friend, but I was like, I'm literally like my best friend, right? <laughs> and I was like, and I'm going to have lunch with myself, and um, this is gonna be great. And I had I like, like a, me too. I had an unbelie- <laughs> and you should, right? And there's nothing wrong with liking yourself. And I just had an unbelievably like I didn't even pull out my iPad, I just sat there and ate and enjoyed my food. And it was like the first time, I like to kind of jokingly say it's the first time I pleasured myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really the kind of it was just a cool feeling and i think that goes into everything we're talking here is i think that a lot of people get uncomfortable when things start to slow down and they think oh what can i do next because i don't like that feeling when all actuality that's actually a really good feeling they should be comfortable with right. and it learn t- how to be comfortable and, with and it and the way you do it i i'll stand up here on my you know on my soapbox and say the way you do it is you know by meditating it's just it really it's helped me not you know want to be you know Get on the TV all the time. Get on the computer all the time. Do all these different things. So it really, really helps you get comfortable with yourself and pleasure yourself. If you want to say that? <laughs> uh, wow, that was a that was um
2: that was a hefty one. Yeah, that I was enjoyed a good that one.
1: one. Uh, but I re- I remember bringing that up to you guys about twenty minutes ago, and you both were looking at me like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> New
2: tagline, uh, right there. So FYI. So
1: <laughs> So um we're coming to the end of the podcast um but for this week uh, I like to bring in our political correspondent Ralph Russo. <laughs> Ralph Russo, straight from the battlefields of the um you know campaign 2016 trail.
2: What's going on this week? Well, the big news right now is Trump is is blowing off the Fox debate, which is very interesting only for the fact of which number is one, as tonight,
1: which is, you know, tonight, uh, January 28th. Right. Um, So if you're hearing this, the 29th or beyond, you already know we'll, what happened. Maybe we'll do. A recap he could have it. He could make a surprise appearance. He could be like he's not going to I'm gonna show. I'm going to show how much of a geek I was. And I did watch this. He could be like, you know. The Rock or the Undertaker and show mm-hmm. up like out of nowhere. That's a wrestling reference.
0: I oh. know who The Rock is. You Only know, as an actor, but not. as I will a wrestler. say this. You're right. I did watch
1: that all the time. By the way, <laughs> I was such a geek. Maybe for the reason
0: you don't watch cable TV is you had crap taste in television. Beavis and ButtHead and wrestling. Yeah, right, well, wrestling's like a, I mean, like you don't need. You don't deserve television.
2: <laughs> I was like 12 years old though watching Married with Children, and that's when my parents were like, "Get <laughs> off the yes, TV." Yes, was
0: I <laughs> wasn't allowed. I'm a few years younger than you guys. I we weren't allowed to watch 90210 in Melrose Place. Oh my god. And we would have babysitters that would watch it and my sister and i would like beg our babysitters please let us watch it oh (laughs) my god
2: i uh my story with those two it's really funny because that's that's my line in regards to how i grew up with five sisters and everyone asked me (laughs) what was it like with five sisters and i say well let me picture this vision for you (laughs) family time it was a must, and it was always my dad passed out on the couch. I'm the only male in the room, and we're all watching Beverly Hills 90210s <laughs> back to back. And all I did wanted to do was go in the basement and watch the ball game. That was my childhood.
1: Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, so uh, wrestling was great. It's 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 geeky. It really is. It's phony fighting. It's a, it, used to, it's, be it used to be better. Come on, I used to watch that too. That next, stuff was great. <laughs> next uh, next next week we're gonna cover you know WWE updates. We can't call <laughs> WWE anymore. We should get a WWE correspondent. We're going to start covering it on the website. News, health, and wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, wait. So what's our political update before yeah. we have to say goodbye?
1: Well, uh,
2: Trump is uh, boycotting the Fox debate, and that opens up an interesting conversation that we could have at a later date is, number one, what what's the viewership going to look like? Um, how are the, the candidates going to handle that? Is it going to be a Trump bashing, bashing session? Um, which brings up to the point is, is it smart to go after the media is it smart to go after fox isolating yourself from the media um looking at us as a publisher um it's definitely something that's relevant um you know as a publisher or as a, a media company um the power of information is great and we have the power of, of of that information now it's how you do it that's the that's that's you know as long as you do it professionally but Is it smart to isolate yourself against Fox News because they're a powerhouse? But that also brings up an interesting thing that I'm thinking about after watching the um, Democratic uh, townhouse uh, town hall debate the other day is um, whether they're going to be successful because they're they're very visibly choosing the other end of the spectrum not insulting each other, all running campaigns and trying to pick that audience that says, all right, well, I don't like the, the stuff that's coming out of the Republican's mouth. I like this way better. Now, is that a smart way to do it? Um, it's a, definitely a strategy. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm curious to see what happens in, in the Fox debate tonight if they go on a trump bashing session um, and try and, and decredit him as well with Fox News' help.
0: My biggest... One of my biggest issues with the fact that Trump is sitting out this final debate. Um, is it the final one? No. It's the final debate, yeah. Before oh, the primary, before the, the, primar- before the caucus, is, I believe is, when it's when called. When is
1: the primary what
2: is it? Um, caucus? February 1st is Iowa, I believe. Oh, so it's so
1: next it's, week. this is literally yeah. Tuesday,
0: the la- right? yeah. This is his last chance before the Interesting. Iowa caucus. So here's what I think about this, and I know that this could be a much longer conversation, but just hear me out from this side really quick. He's sitting it out, and he says the main reason originally was because he does not like Megyn Kelly, who's the moderator of the debate tonight, who the last time they were together, she was very tough on him by reminding him of comments that he's made in the media in the past about women and minorities and whatnot, and he felt very attacked then. We're going to... Let's just think about it this way for a minute. So we're going to elect someone, possibly... That when he doesn't like someone, he's just going to choose to not be involved. How many people has the president or previous president sat down with that were very against America or very against our president? And they didn't say, you know what, I'm not going to meet with Iran because they don't like me. This is a very, in my opinion, a very cowardly move to make. That just shows that what's going to happen. Well, ISIS this is, doesn't like America. Does that mean Trump is not going to take them on? I mean,
2: and again, I don't want to make this for our audience out there. This is not anything against Trump. This is just yeah. What's no, happening. I'm but just saying. I don't think that looks is, good. But that's but that's really important because Britain is now having conversations in their parliament whether they want to ban Trump. I want and to then, I want to play devil's advocate here, and then I'm going to bring up one thing though too that okay. really kind of got on my nerves a little bit was when he brought up the trade deficit with japan um our relationship with japan is very unique okay our relationship relationship with japan um it, it, beautiful country by the way I hear beautiful it. country but yeah we are their military force you know are you going to upset them by threatening to equal trade with japan when our relationship is so unique from a military standpoint um, it just kind of seems that it's uh, there wasn't really a thought process. Well, two things there. here.
1: One, he's pandering right now. He's, he is pandering. He's, pan- he's saying things to that that strike a nerve with a specific base that's started That's carrying him through polls. Polls don't mean anything until Tuesday. They don't mean and and funny enough, Tuesday. Doesn't really mean anything. Like the last uh, four years ago, it was um, was it Michelle Bachman that won it, or the, yeah. or eight years ago when it, oh, she I forgot won it? About and, her. Yeah, she won it, and you know she was going to be the person that was going to take on, I think, Obama, and it didn't happen that way.
2: And I will say for our audience, real cool, real quick, is just the emphasis being down the middle. They I mean, all pander.
1: Oh, they all, all everybody, pander. Pander, everybody. Pander. So here, they,
2: you know, they. This is all just to secure up the base, whether you're yep. on the left side or the right side. Which and is the when inherent you go, problem. when you go into the general election, your tone changes. It is just a fact. It happens in every mm-hmm. election. This is nothing new, and it's going to happen and, in this. And one what's going to
1: happen is going to each each candidate is going to go a little bit towards the middle once mm-hmm. we get past this right. primary season. Um, but here's where I want to play devil's advocate because you said that you know what is he not going to just you know if. Putin wants to meet with him or somebody wants to meet with him, he's not going to meet with them. And you said, you know, in terms of, you know, um, the the Japan thing. um, Here's something that is is a little bit ridiculous to me is if he doesn't agree with it, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with him not doing it, right? I mean, that's, it's, it's his free will. Um, But Ralph, I think you know this. Um, There are certain, um, uh, whether it's presidents or certain leaders of specific countries that the U.S. doesn't recognize, we by, I think, is it United Nations? I don't know what it is. Are not allowed to shake their hands, right? Do you remember, it was like three or four years ago when Obama shook the hand of... um, Who was it again? uh, Raul Castro. Um, Cuba? Yes, and that was a big no-no because you're not supposed to shake the hands of countries that you don't recognize, et cetera. Well, we recognize Cuba as a nation. We don't recognize uh, their legitimate Government right and but Anyways so what I'm saying Was that there was an Issue with Obama shaking uh, His hand and there are Certain you um, leaders of Different things that Presidents do not shake Their hands of. right so Isn't that kind that's of not a Rule though that's kind Of you know and it's not A rule that Trump has to Go to the um, to do no, the No of course or not. not I'm no, Saying yeah, I just don't think It's not. a
0: good look it's in My opinion very cowardly But isn't it also in very my opinion, Cowardly
1: if there's a Leader of an, whether you Agree with what he's Doing or not of saying I'm not going to shake His hand during this event. Oh, absolutely. So why So what's, what's, why is there a double standard there?
0: Oh, I'm not saying there's a double standard. I'm just saying he needs to... That, that's already the president. And didn't you just say he did shake their hand?
1: Well, Obama did. I think it was... I think it, I have to fact check myself, but I think it was Raul Castro. I think so, um, too. But there's other leaders that you're not supposed to shake their hands and they don't.
2: Well, it's funny. It gets in the conversation where uh, if you go to like an Asian country and they usually bow... Yeah, yeah, but that's not but that's, that that's not
1: here. But it's um. So what I'm saying is, if I don't think it's that big of an issue, I I kind of like that he's just saying I'm gonna play by my own rules. For yeah, the, I respect it, that for the, for the political for the political side of things. However, when you get to the White House, it's a different exactly a different, yeah, exactly. I get that. I get that. But I'm saying is, if did, you know, why should he do the Fox News thing? You don't have to. Right. No, you don't have have to. to And the interesting thing is we were even talking about this before
2: um, in regards for to, to take the other approach and be pro Trump on it. Is um, don't you want somebody out there that's not connected to the media? I think that's what people are looking for, and I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I enjoy that. I just think Fox News is really powerful. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll see what happens next week. I absolutely, guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't mind the fact that he's trying to distance himself from, fact, from Fox News, and I think that's what his his uh, motivation is is to just distance himself from mainstream media, and that and mainstream media is the number one concern on people's minds when it comes into this this particular election. Take it away, Jake. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, thanks, guys, so much for listening to us today. You can listen to all of our podcasts on thealternativedaily.com as well as SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want more from us, please sign up for our daily emails. You can also find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest.
1: Ralph, where can you get coffee?
2: Coffee. You could go to thealternativedaily.com forward slash coffee. Is it, forward can slash you do it?
1: Forward slash coffee? Yeah, what do you do? Yeah. It is forward no, no. slash is coffee it, it, I was thinking Is it free coffee Or is it no No it's yeah, all, coffee Yeah they both They both go to the same page uh, Ralph sets all <laughs> that stuff up And then some Let me double check that <laughs> It's slash coffee It's alternative daily dot com
0: slash coffee And that stuff gets me Jacked up by the way I love it
1: It is good stuff We had it uh, They were the sponsor Of today's podcast awesome. Along with Hawaii
0: right um, And if you want a free bag <laughs> I'll
1: send you a free bag um, Just send us comments Send us anything If you send us a comment, I will send you A damn free bag of coffee And you don't even have to pay Shipping for this one I will send it to you Absolutely free So email us Take Podcast
0: it email us podcast at the alternative com, subject line coffee and we'll send you a free bag
1: or tips or comments or i love ralph ralph yes photos for your bumble account (laughs) ralph's bumble account yes yes
2: i want to hear uh, recommendations on what i should put on my profile yeah
1: yeah so again send us topics tips comments anything you want us to cover and i'll send you a free bag of coffee I'll send you a free bag of coffee right to your doorstep. And it's got it's got Lucy's face on it's it. It's awesome. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I can't talk and play, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on it. Should we cover anything else? I'm,
2: I'm no, good right now. To go. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> every single time. Yeah.